Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers here with first-time guest uh, and newly elected last year City Councilman Chad Gilbert. Chad, well, thanks for being here. Good morning. Thanks glad, for having glad, me. Glad to have you. Uh, been meaning in my head for a while to have you on. I've had I haven't had Ollie on yet, but you're the the fourth one of the new council. Well, the newer the new term council, I should say. And um, interested to talk to you about how your time's going so far and one year of service, a little over one year now since we're in November. Um, but look forward to the people hearing from that and, and just getting to know you a bit better. And, I, of course, you're born and raised in Cookville, I know, right? Yes. Yeah, and, I mean, I've known well, that. Well, not born here. Moved when I was four, but, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Where was you yeah. born at? Uh, my dad was in the military, and we they, he met my mom in San Diego and was, oh. was born there. But then oh, okay. we moved back here. Uh, we had some friends in common. They had some friends in common that knew Cookville, and uh, they're still here. And they visited them, liked it, and stayed. And so uh, as far back as I can remember, we've been here. See, I didn't know that. Yep. That's something I learned on the show, and that's why I love doing the show. <laughs> I learn more about So you've been here since a child. You don't remember yes. anything no. else, do you? No, that's all. Um, not going to ask your age, but we're not far off. Uh, Cooper High School graduate, I'm assuming? Yes. Yep. Ted, yep. Did you go to Tech? Yeah, yeah, I went to Tech. Uh, got a civil engineering degree there, met my wife there. And, yep, uh, went to high school here, Tech, and then stayed. And the civil engineering degree makes a lot of sense based on your career. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll get into some of that. But let's talk about public service in your first year as a council member for the city of Cookville. Any surprises this first year being on the council for the first time? Uh, nothing shockingly surprising. Uh, have enjoyed learning. You know, you don't know what you don't know until you get in the middle of something. And uh uh, have enjoyed the the learning curve, uh, uh, like this council that 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 has been assembled here, and uh, everyone the 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 pleasant confirmation, not so much surprise, but the confirming thing is that everybody on the council comes, not really with uh, the only agenda is what's best for Cookville. So I, I really you know have have gotten that confirmed through a, through the first year and have have appreciated that and, and like the group that we serve with. It makes it easier to me to serve, not. When I say like-minded people, not they have to believe everything I believe, but if they're like-minded on the service side of it, right? Yes. So we're here to make things better. That's right. You don't uh, want, but you don't want carbon copies of opinions. You right. want You want perspectives, and you want you want ideas stressed, and that. This group is. I'm impressed with how well this group does that. I had a friend uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, after our commission meeting, which I think our commission meeting was fine. We, we, we have some, like you all, have some tense ones and some hot topic issues. Last one wasn't too bad. It was uh, fairgrounds and, and the fees that the fair board is charged from the county, but they're not going to get into that. But a friend of mine that was there said, you kind of look a little frustrated because I'm chair of the commission. And I said, I don't try to look frustrated. It's probably that I'm processing, but I just I don't think everybody has to think the way I think. I just want them to think and believe that they're doing the best thing. Yeah. And, and the best thing is up for opinion, I know. But as long as they're putting that effort in and that that, yep. that time in and that the thought process, is this the best thing for the county? Just like, is it the best thing for the city of Cookville? Then I'm good with that. Agreed. We don't always have to agree. So any – I know we don't usually talk about anything negative on the show, but is there any disappointments that you've seen the first year as far as maybe you thought something worked this way or something – You know, anything that comes to mind? No, nothing really disappointing. Uh, you know, you, you have the – you have the – again, you know, you – I had, like I said before, had it had it confirmed that you know you don't know what you don't know, but there's a pace to things that maybe I, I come from from a, from the private sector that things don't move quite as quickly mm-hmm. as as I might uh, be accustomed to or, or like or sometimes can as one individual control, but that's okay too. Yeah. You just you have to learn to work within the the confines of the of the pace of of city government, and 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 that has its place. That's very good. That's a very good point. Uh, government moves at a slower pace. It, it, 
It can. And when you're a business owner as yourself and you're used to boom, 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 <laughs> yeah. you have a to-do list, you're knocking those things off, it's not like that in government. Uh, and and it, it's I don't know if it's it's not intended to be. It just don't work that way. You know, I think I think I, I still try to keep you know a, an optimistic outlook on everything and, and give everything the benefit of the doubt. This this process wasn't just refined last year, and it's kind of settled into this. Now you can get frustrated, but it's also settled in, into somewhat somewhat of a pace so that you can you can be maybe be quick, but not in a hurry. Things are more methodical. Uh, you, you still try and look at the 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 outcome is what you want to achieve. It may take a little more time than you want, but you, you still can press for that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a good point. Um, now, again, you're just finishing up your first year in September on the city council. Was this your first experience in public service? It officially, is. Officially? Official capacity? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, and I know you, you hadn't ran Well, his first elected position. I, okay. I was on the planning commission okay. before, so I had a little experience with that in that regard. And the city planning. Cool. Yes. Yeah. So you had some experience. I mean, that, that kind of opened your eyes on that level of city government, didn't it? it what did. was that like for you on the planning commission? It was good. It was, it, you know, it was a great precursor. Uh, enjoyed that. Uh, it kind of confirmed that I, uh, you know, even, even for a while, uh, years, maybe decade, knew that, hey, at some point in my life, I'd like to do some sort of public service leadership role. I, th- I think you ought to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. I-, I think for one, for the service, but two, you know, you, you, everyone I think should run for something at right. some point. Uh, this one was a, was a spot that was uh, I was, uh, I guess, passionate about in the sense that, hey, you know, this is my city, my hometown. This is where I work, where I play, where I raise family and, and wanted to be a part of some of the decision-making processes uh, of that that impacted it, you know, not only short term but long term. So I had I don't know if you were on the planning commission. Was you on the planning commission about 2010 or so? No, no, I, I, I was only on there for about two years. Quick story about my first experience with the planning commission. My grandmother, I won't say where she lived because I don't want to incriminate anybody, but <laughs> she lived in a, a area of Cookville that was growing up around her. So uh, my grand granddaddy and her had a, a brick home, single home with about I don't know six seven acres in the city. Okay, and uh, just he and had it for, had it for year. I mean, probably six years at that time, and that was back in the. 90s and so in the, about 2010 11 um, a developer wanted to put some apartments and they were going to be just on her side of the fence and every morning when she goes out in her front porch she was going to be looking at apartments <laughs> and uh that's growth right yep. and i'm not saying it's good or bad it's just growth it's part of growing in the city and so she called me and of course i was not on the commission yet but she knew that i uh was just, i stayed involved right mm-hmm. i stayed involved with the city and the county and just and with my job and just being being around and I said, well, I'll go represent you at the planning commission and speak for you. And so nice. she, she told me what she wanted me to say. And, of course, I added some stuff in there. And twice this the developer wanted to do this, and twice the commission voted it down because I just gave them the story of my grandma. My grandma lived there. My grandma and granddad had that property for years. Uh, and she didn't want to wake up every morning and look at a bunch of apartments out her front window. And so – She's passed since then. Uh, apartments have now since come in, and that's okay. I mean, apartments are going up everywhere in Cookville, and that's okay. But that was my first experience, and I will say it was a good one. They were very transparent with me. James Mills was very transparent. Yeah. He obviously was wanting this to happen. He should, for the city of Cookville, wanted that to happen for development growth. Um, but it was a good experience for me, and I think at that point – I realized, you know, I've watched so many people serve, and I worked in that area, but I realized maybe that, you know, this is not as bad as it seems. Yeah, how and, lucky are we to have a forum like that? Exactly. Where, you know, both sides get to go present their case. And, you know, it, it may not always go – it won't always go one side or the other's way, but we're lucky to have, you know, the forum we have, the folks that you even mentioned by name, James Mills, the, the, some of the – well, all the department heads we have 
we, we've got it pretty good here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, that's a great partnership. So you was on the planning commission, but this was the first time you've been elected to any It was. Yep. So any other boards or committees you served on before? Oh, yeah. Been on the chamber. Okay. Uh, director there. Been on, uh, you know, service at church as a deacon. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. There's uh, some other things. I've, I've been a part of, you know, some farming associations and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you're no stranger to public. No. And that probably made you a good fit to run. Um, and so, as you're at, at what when you're starting this process like over a year ago, and you're going to your first council meeting, and you're looking at things. I know you've been on the planning commission, but even those are indifferent. Is there anything that just stuck out in mind where you're you're sitting there with your other four council members, and you're 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 going you're going through an agenda, and you're debating and discussing and deliberating? Was there anything just come to, come to mind? And said, you know what, this is really cool. I'm really ha- happy to do it. I'm blessed to do this. Or you're like, oh man, I think I want to go to the house. Oh no, the contrary. <laughs> <laughs> you said it great. You know, hey, lucky, fortunate, blessed. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good protocol they already have. You know, all these things are in place that that we get to plug right into, so that nothing, none of the processes of Google are disrupted. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a neat thing to be a part of. Um, again, learning as you go, and uh, they already have a, a system in place where you know all the heavy lifting and discussion. A lot of it's done at the work sessions, so you you get to go into the meetings pretty well informed. Um, I knew a little bit of that going in as, as, as my line of work as, as a builder and developer, I'd been exposed to some of that. So I kind of had a, uh, a notion of what was, was going to happen sure. before I got into it. But no, it was, it was pleasantly confirming that, Hey, this, this thing's got a rhythm to it and, and, and some, some logic to it that makes it progress along and that people don't drone on forever and it, no it's, it's been a good experience in that regard well and, and of course your your wife has been involved with committees i actually served with her on the calendar committee for the school system oh uh, yeah and i don't know what her experience was and how she felt about it i don't know if she went home to you and complained or <laughs> but i went home to my wife and said this calendar committee is no joke no no they take it serious they take it serious and but, it was uh, that was one of the first times i i was a little bit timid to say anything because <laughs> you have educators in the room i'm a non-educator yeah. but then but the intent was to have a non-educator yeah, in the room right perspective and so i i said some things and i don't i mean i, I was just trying to think you know process some things and i don't think they the teachers in the room really liked it that well <laughs> i said something about cutting fall break back a week oh goodness yeah i didn't say that anymore You're outside the box I did, I did not bring it up anymore <laughs> but she did well i enjoyed serving well, her that short time and you know she's on the fair board too and she does a lot of different things so we're, we're both like-minded in that in that in that sense and it just was a good fit to to, to run for council so i when you and we're going to talk about this when we come back but i'm guessing when you when decided to run you and her had a lot of conversations about that we did i mean nothing that was terribly you know uh in depth in the sense of why you should or shouldn't do it it was it was one of those things i wanted to do and we usually just support each other in whatever we want to do and so well, i was just hey we're gonna do it let's 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 go out and let's 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 be uh energetic and and, and deliberate about it how often does compete. so y'all meet once a month but y'all have work sessions and stuff right we yeah. meet twice a month that's right you we meet, meet yeah first and third thursdays and two and two work sessions the so preceding y'all have monday four so we y'all do. meet every week basically yep, as a council and that's a little bit different what the commission does we we meet on the same night and really if you're unless it's a committee we only meet once a month and we used to meet second monday uh for planning and fiscal review committee that's our work sessions and then the next week on the third monday but now since covid we've brought it back to one night but y'all are still meeting once a week basically with work sessions and meetings well there's just there's just a lot of business and, mm-hmm. and the, you know the, hey the, the growth that you know we all know is happening it just necessitates getting together and reviewing you know twice a month what all 
what all actions need to be taken to yeah, yeah, keep business proceeding. That's a lot of stuff. I'm with Chad Gilbert. This has been Rogers on Local Matters. I am going to talk to, to Chad when we come back about some growth in the city and how do we maintain that and, and keep it uh, to where we can manage our growth and, and not be uh, in a bond, as you could say. We're going to talk about that and some other things when we come back after this break on Local Matters. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too, and Unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers, just delighted to have Mr. Chad Gilbert, who's on the Cookville City Council with me today. First time he's been in as a guest, learning a lot about Chad, and, and we're going to get into uh, why you decide to serve on the council, Chad. I'm just, we talked about you and your wife talking about it, and it's your, your partnership, right, and yep. support. Uh, she served on some committees and boards, and so you know what public service is, but running for an elected office is not a, is, is not, a small thing it's a serious task it's a serious uh, consideration and so when when election time starts rolling around 22 are, are you thinking in 21 are you thinking in 2020 when did you start thinking about hey you know what i'd like to run for cool city council you know probably a couple of years beforehand um <clears throat> having grown up here similar to yourself and, and 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 working here like i do and then in the environment i was already around some of the the city government and, and and proceedings of whether it be a planning commission or or at the council level and knew that hey th- this is this is home this is uh, I I think uh, I've been fortunate to be in a in, in several uh, lines of work several uh, uh, positions in life and where it's it's given me a, a, a measure of experience and I thought you know what this is something that has given me a skill set I think I can help with. And uh, it truly was one of those opportunities where well, it all kind of came together. Where uh, you know my uh, all my well, two of my kids graduated from Tech. That they, they've kind of moved on and uh, are working here locally. But uh, they're going to eventually, uh, you know, make families, and 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 I'm excited for that, and and want to be able to have an impact on what kind of place this is. Uh, that it seems like they've they've decided to stay and and raise their kids. So uh, it it was a it was a serious commitment, but it wasn't one that. Uh, you know, I had to deliberate long and uh, hard over. It was something I wanted to do. Right. Well, so, you know, COVID changed the way we campaign and run for elections, right? So in rural counties in Tennessee, uh, before COVID and and even some after, a lot of it was door to door. Mm -hmm. Uh, Social media started picking up a few years ago and how you campaign. Everybody's got their campaign page. Mm -hmm. What was your main method of campaigning and then what was your favorite method of campaigning <laughs> we did a little bit of everything uh, my favorite still you know engaging people whether that be at their door or front porch or or at an event uh, that was that was by far the, the the best part of the the campaigning event was just getting to meet folks talk to them a little bit you, you know some in brief and some some with, uh, for extended periods of time about hey what's on their mind and how does that to relate to what kind of 
decision-making processes I may go through one day and what kind of skills I may have built to apply to, you know, whatever challenges or, or opportunities we, we get presented. So that was, that was probably my favorite part. Yeah. And I, we, uh, I, of course, I didn't have a point this last time, but you had you. I don't know how many ran for council. I don't even remember what the total number was, but it was, uh, yeah, it was eight or nine, eight, eight somewhere in that area, and yeah. only five are elected, right? So you actually have challengers uh, yeah, yeah. instead of like commission, where we we can only have one Republican, one Democrat challenger, and then you can have several independent. But you know, it seems like the city council. It's just it's just like a, a western shootout. I don't know what it's. <laughs> it's just weird that all these people are running for for a spot. And in our system in Cookville, the top vote getter is not by law or by charter elected mayor, but it's just understood, right? Yeah. The, whoever got the most votes, the council is going to appoint as their their city mayor and the person to represent them. But at the, I, I, was, I was talking to Mayor Wheaton and even talking to to Luke, Vice Mayor Luke Eldridge. Do y'all think about that stuff, or do you just want to get enough votes to serve? You want you want to you want to compete, just to, just no matter what you're doing, whether it be. Uh, you know, running for council or, or pickleball that yeah. I saw you playing over a couple yeah. of weeks weekends we'll ago. Yeah. That, yeah, you're pretty good at that. No, uh, that. You, you know, you want to compete. You want you want to get one of the spots. I really do like our uh, our form of the way we do it. Our process. I, I have worked in in other places where it's uh, councilman by district, uh, where they have strong mayors, and it is uh, it is not as good as the way we have it here. Uh, you know, I, I could go on and on about just whatever facet of Cookville is great. But in particular, I do like uh, the way we we select our leadership. Um, it allows everyone to run. You know, you, you, when you have a situation where you know two people are running, two or three people are running for mayor, well, that may preclude them from being part of the council, and you don't want to you know eliminate the opportunity for talent and leadership to still have uh, you know influence over decisions. You want everybody in that. So I really like that. Uh, I, in councilman by district, some of the places I've been and worked, that's that's not as healthy a dynamic as what I see that we have, where everyone you're not you're not you're not looking after your pet interest in your area, trying to make a deal with somebody else's to make sure that you get what you want, so they get what they want. The way we have it right now, and the and the, the structure, and even the personalities we have in there right now, it really works well. Yeah, and of course, you, your first year in, you the council was met with some challenges, right? Like the commission. Uh, we increase taxes, yeah. property taxes. Y'all had to do the same thing, and and so I, nobody. I don't know how many phone calls you got from constituents, and you feel free to talk about it if you don't want to. But the calls I got from on the commission were very few about raising taxes. The ones I I got majority except one was, "Hey, we understand it." Yeah, we got similar calls. I mean, ours was ours was directly targeted to to. To police and fire, and making sure that we could retain the people that need to prosecute those duties, uh, and, and everybody that we talk—I I didn't have any dissent uh, contact me. Everybody, everybody that we talk to understands. Hey, this inflationary pressure that we have is real. Uh, we have to pay these people uh, what's fair market. We had a survey done, and we were we were below market, and uh, it won't be long until we have to contemplate, you know, staying with market again. And and the reality is, the money has to come from somewhere, and. Uh, I think this is a fiscally responsible city. Uh, we're in great shape, so it's not like we're out buying frivolous things and, right. and, and not, you know, we're not buying big screens and not taking care of the roof, the, the, the leaky roof. Sure. We're, we're taking care of the priorities, and 
everybody I talked to understood, hey, you've got to generate that money somewhere. Yeah, and that's a lot of what I got to. The only bad call I had, it wasn't, I wouldn't say bad, it was just not for it was a senior that yeah. was on a fixed income. And, and, just, and But luckily, they lived outside the city because they even brought that up. Well, at least I don't live in the city. Cool, I'd get a double whammy. Yeah. I'm like, well, hey, I mean, they're having to do the same thing because y'all had a study. Yep. We had a study done. Then we also factored in what you all had approved because you passed your budget in June. Yeah. So we had a month of time to analyze what you all gave your fire uh, firemen, firewomen, and, and, and police officers. And we utilized that information and decided to make a decision of giving our a new, new pay scale. And we gave a, several million dollars in raises as well. And I, the one thing I found was the conversation, you know, they said, why are you raising taxes? Well, it's to improve not only uh, public safety for us, but all of our services in the county. In our situation, you was public safety. There was nobody ever going to say, "Well, I don't want public safety," no, no, or "I don't want yeah. our, our baseball fields and soccer fields to go away." We don't right. need those. That never comes up, right? Yeah. So they understood that part of it. They understood, you know, we we have to handle this solid waste part. We we're taking trash every day, and it's just a lot of things going to government. And I think that's why we move to slow place yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, but so you, you like me, was faced with the tax increases for the, your first year in my ninth year in, it doesn't get easy, but, but after that vote, was it a five Oh vote for the, yes. yeah. Yes. So you all were on of the course we had, page. we had, we had really sure. scrubbed and vetted the idea and really gone over it. And we took it real serious. I mean, we, we, we had a lot of long discussions about it, but at the end of the day, it came down to making sure the public safety was needs were met. Did you get any phone calls from? Public safety employees after that thanking you. I mean, oh, I, I think I saw a couple of them that yeah. you, you, you understood the magnitude of it. Um, but but I, I you know hey the, the 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 idea is that we get to keep the talent that we have and can re- recruit new talent and that's thanks enough. Our employees pay attention. Yeah, they, they pay do. attention they what the council and commission do. are doing, and they do, and they should. Well, right? and they should. That's right. We have a job to do. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, whether they whether they voice it or not, you know, we have a job to do and we're supposed to do it. Yeah, and I actually talked to a couple employees for the county and said, hey, if we can't do everything this year, are you good with us doing half or more than half and then trying to do the rest? Yeah. And they were gracious and said, we'll take anything you can get. They're us. all gracious. Yeah. They are. And so that makes it easier it for does. you and I, right, to it sit does. in those seats and make those decisions. It does. Good talk so far. I'm with Chad Gilbert, cool city councilman. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment after this. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with city councilman for the city of Cookville, Chad Gilbert. Uh, Chad, great, again, having you on. Appreciate you being here. A lot of good information, getting to know you a little better. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been fun. I, and and I, I do want to talk about something um, near and dear, and every, I guess everybody's heart now, but it's part of the world you live in every day. The Cookville and Putnam County is growing like crazy. It's been growing. It's and even before COVID, it was growing, but the rapid pace of COVID and after has picked it up. And your business as a developer, you know, I, growth is is good for you. But as as a councilman and as a commissioner, we we really need growth to maintain what we just talked about. The raises that we have, we had to raise we taxes, do. but it could have been worse, right? Because we're you're building a tax base for growth. I guess my question to you is: This growth is so rapid. How do we maintain our services, the city and the county, to provide for not only the citizens that are moving here, but the citizens that have been here their whole lives? You know, this council is uh, kind of through the the, the the conduit of the planning department. We're all real sensitive to that. We, uh, they're, they're, like you just expressed, there's a there's already a, a a large measure of momentum that that we stepped into as a new council, and uh, our job is just don't mess it up. In a sense of hey, 
do the obvious, do the do the thing, do the infrastructure, make make sure our our, our roads and our utilities are 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 supported and and, and enabled to a, a a degree that we can we can allow this planning department to keep a, a measured pace of growth. Uh, our, our planning commissions do a good job of reviewing the ideas that come before them. They 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 rec- they make strong recommendations. They they feed them up to us. We we scrub on them a little bit again, and and, and make sure that hey, everything is accounted for before you know you get the the cart ahead of the horse before you approve something. So, having said that, the fundamentals of infrastructure just are are, are really near and dear to me. Uh, they they're the, by far what I consider the most important aspect of growth. You, you need those items to support. Uh, the growth that you can visualize now, but the growth that you estimate you're going to have as well. So I, I think that that's key. Uh, to that end, we uh, we recently uh, got our bids back for Tent Street expansion. I think everybody probably knows what I mean when I when I refer to that. From all the way from Old Kentucky Road, the new section right there at the just uh, west of 111. From that Old Kentucky intersection all the way up to Fisk, we. Uh, we were uh, within a reasonable budget amount that we can feel like we can proceed with. So we're excited to see that move forward. That's good. And so infrastructure is the key word, right? Yep. Water, sewer, yep. uh, roads, um, you know, uh, access to, I guess, high volume of power for electric. Uh, I mean, we have all these businesses coming in. There, yep. Some of these cybersecurity places are coming in and needing all this. Well, I, I guess it's a good thing we don't have those um, – What's those Bitcoin farms that they got going <laughs> yeah. like Scott County? Yeah, they're mining it. Just, yeah, they're Bitcoin mining. Oh goodness. Yeah, and yeah. then they have all these huge servers that are bigger than this building yeah. sitting out in Scott County, and they got the, all this electricity that's fifty thousand dollar bill oh, no. a month. Yeah, a month, fifty thousand just to keep those Bitcoin miners. Uh, and when I say <laughs> miners, these machines cooled off. Yeah. So we don't have that problem. But you see, as you see it, is there anywhere in the city that's struggling with with sewer or water right now? You know, I like our balance of growth. Just to to, to, to answer that, with, with also re- reference to what you just you know just mentioned about Scott County, we've we've got a nice variety of of employment. We've we've got a, a good variety of, of, of growth product, whether it be single family, townhome, multifamily. I like the balances that we have. Uh, we have our challenges, just like every city. The 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 great thing, if you take water and sewer for example, we have a we have a, a great department down there, and especially a good department head where he's he's out ahead of that. We're already planning for our needs ten twenty years down the road. So yes, do we do we have an immediate uh, emergencies? No. Do we have some items that need urgency? Yes, but nothing that's at a uh, that you can point to and say, hey, that right there is a going to be a problem tomorrow. And that's that's a credit to them for for planning and and staying ahead of it. What about parking in the city? Is is it still a problem? You see, because I know y'all have done one on, on the west side there. Y'all moved some, removed some storage buildings and, and added some parking. Are you getting those phone calls about parking? You know, you, I think you're always going to get uh, feedback on what can be improved. And if you're talking about parking, we did a parking study down there, and we counted, and we've counted at different times of I'll call it intensity when the when the parking needs are greatest and. We still have what I mean, what you can technically call a surplus of parking down there when you count the cars that go down there during high peak times. Mm-hmm. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, you might have to walk three or four blocks, but yeah. there's still parking opportunity. People just have to kind of adjust their expectations. Sure. If they go down there at Friday, Friday night at seven o'clock, six thirty, seven, seven thirty. You know the walk may be two or three blocks, but that's far and away better than some of the other areas oh, that, are, yeah. that are less than an hour away from us with parking garages and yeah. thirty dollar tickets to to be paid, and you know just to park somewhere and still have to walk half mile or a mile. 
And so I, I still think we've got it pretty good. And uh, and always looking to improve, like you said, we we, uh, we 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 took that effort there at the storage buildings. We're doing a little bit of cooperation cooperation with the hospital to develop a little bit more. We're improving Cedar uh, as it as it advances from first to the depot. Uh, so we we're mindful of that, but we're we're not we're not in a in a in a horrible spot at the moment either. I, I think I've only heard of one one time a serious discussion on the parking garage, and I haven't heard anything since. Do y'all talk about doing parking garages? You know, vertical parking is uh, uh, chief of all expensive. Um, it's not something that uh, is is an immediate uh, plan. It's something that you know gets every time something gets discussed in the downtown area. Depending on the use that's being discussed, you know, there was there was a point in time where there was a convention center and hotel. Well, obviously, then vertical parking structure may have been appropriate to support them, and, right. then, and then there was TIF opportunity for the city to get mm-hmm. something out of it as well. So far, it's not it, those circumstances haven't aligned where the, that need is immediate. But I mean, nothing's off the table to be discussed. You know, Chad, I don't have a whole lot of people on the radio show, and this is not being critical of anybody that know what a TIF is. Oh, okay. Yeah, tax <laughs> increment financing. No, and I, I'm impressed that you even brought that word up. And tax tax increment financing is part of development, right? Yeah. Okay. And and a lot of communities, cities, mm-hmm. especially in some counties. Use that, and we utilized it for that project you were talking about. Yeah. That's not happened, and you know, is that going to happen right now? No, there's there's no movement, right? Unless I'm missing something for the no, I don't I don't think so. But a, but a, but a, but a TIF's just another tool where 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 private and public, you know, have went have both can have winning opportunities. So yeah, yeah, there's things like that that come along. You have three years left in your term, yeah, for sure. Um, what are what are you looking to try to do as and you and the council for the next three years while you're in there? You know, you know, from a from a a 30,000 foot view, you know, you want to make sure you, you, you leave it better than you found it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about a few specific things right now that we're all excited about. Um, Infrastructure is really important to this group. Uh, in addition to 10th street, you know, Stephen street, uh, a couple of fire stations that we know need improving there. There are some really uh, specific things that we've pegged that we want to make sure those needs are met on. And then there's a, then there's some macro discussions about, Hey, what, uh, there's a few, few amenities that we want to really study in the sense that we are aware that we need that. Right now in this moment, in this inflationary moment, it's difficult to uh, to uh, find a path to executing those immediately, mm-hmm. but they need to be contemplated and, and talked about, and then they need to be earmarked for when it is appropriate. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. Let's talk about something fun right quick before, yeah. we, before we have to go. <laughs> you and I both participated in the pickleball tournament. Yeah, uh, it was great. I had a show on that uh, actually a couple weeks ago. Yeah, for your audience, let, let it be known. This guy can play. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. You, hey, you played well, too. Now, I'm, I'm going to say something here, and, I, and I'm bragging on, bragging on you, Chad, and I did not know this until about halfway <laughs> – through our game, or maybe right before we started, <clears throat> I think we played you all third. So it's probably your third game too, right? Yeah. We all played four games apiece. And of course, you have a partner that's with you. I have a partner, which was Connie Adams, and she was wonderful. And so I find out that you had just ran a half marathon, but then you corrected me and said, well, I was on a relay team. Yeah. So you're being modest about it. I'd have never said, well, I, I didn't run at all. I just said, yeah, I was in a half marathon this morning, you know. But you're being modest. So you went and ran a half marathon and on a, with a relay team. And then you came over and got to the pickleball court by 9 o'clock, yeah. right? Yeah. And played four games of pickleball. Yeah. Now, I know you had some cramps. Yeah, my calves were cramping up towards the end. And, and, and that affected your performance, I know. Uh, because I tell you, you, who affected my performance was Connie. She is, <laughs> she is awesome. She is good. Yeah. She's good. But I, I, I commend you for, you know, you could have easily just towed the pickleball for a purpose group. 
hey, I got a marathon. I ain't going to make it. <laughs> it was fun. I, I commend you for coming over. Well, thank it, you. We raced a lot of money. Yeah, more and it think. was a lot of fun. Yeah, and the goal, I think the goal was maybe 750 and we raised 1200 maybe. I don't know. Nice. Stonecom was a sponsor of yes. that with 95.9. Um, and so it was a lot of fun. What was one memory that you'll take away, other than cramping in the middle of the game, what's one memory you'll take away from Oh, just it? how good everybody was. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, this was, other than the, the, the night we practiced for this, is probably my second or third time to just genuinely get out there and play. Really? I, I played with a buddy uh, enough to be dangerous, and then we had a what I guess I'd, I'll call a serious practice the, the two days before the tournament just so I understood the rules. Uh, but just how, how popular and how, how good everybody was at it and uh, and how – it was such a fun sport, and the fact that you know a twenty-year-old can be or an eighty-year-old can be competitive with a twenty-year-old, and vice versa. That's what's so. I think that's what's so appealing and makes it so popular. Yeah, that, and, there's a my partner included. There's another lady out there. She was phenomenal. Yeah, and she was wearing some people out. Yeah. And I don't know her age, but I know she's older than me. And and it was just a lot of fun to see that interaction between people that played pickleball and elected officials that had never yeah. played pickleball and some there in the middle and it was just a lot of fun it was a good it was for a good cause it first was. of all but it was just i think we should do it every year yeah i, I think it's great y'all won i'm i will but it was close it was close closer I, than i it thought was it was very close be. after those first two rounds of games i thought oh man the county's going to get just massacred right and we we're down like, i didn't know what to expect yeah i, I didn't either but after the first two rounds I was like oh we're not going to do well and we we got at the last the last two games we kind of caught back up yeah I think y'all won sixteen to fifteen, or I think we had to fifteen, or something. I think like that. we won by two games. Two games, yeah. So all that really means is that one game goes to another way, and then it's a tie. That's right. So it's very that, close. And there were several close because I, I know the match I had with uh, with Mary Wheaton and her partner, we won twelve to ten, yeah. and that could easily went the other way. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I appreciate you participating in that. Oh, all council members uh, were participated. All five of them. It was really great. Chad, thanks for being on. Oh yeah, my um, pleasure. Anytime. And I, I have you back sometime. I would love to have all five of y'all in here. I don't know. Oh, that'd be good if we can make it work. I don't want to violate any sunshine laws, oh, but uh, just just to talk about stuff. I don't know how we can make that work, but I'd like to. But I appreciate your service. Um, yours too. I appreciate that. It's not easy, you know, but it's it's a calling, and and if you're called to do it, you put the effort in, and you do. And I appreciate your service and what you've done so far, and good luck to you in the next three years. Thanks. But we'll have you back on, folks. I appreciate your time this weekend. Thanks, to my producer Jake. Uh, appreciate him. He's, he does a great job for us. Appreciate Chad Gilbert, Cooble City Councilman, being in here in the studio on Local Matters. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile than it is a frown. Make somebody's day. Go out and give somebody a hug. Smile at them. Tell them to, uh, have a good day. Do not be mean, people. I promise you, being kind is a lot easier. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.